What's going on, everyone? Frankie D here. This podcast you're about to listen to is from my live internet radio show on the Live 365 app. So for anyone that wants to listen to the Frankie D show live, download the Live 365 app to your phone or go to live365.com and look up FDRS on there. All right? FDRS. That's the name of my radio station. So listen live, jam out to some classic rock with me, maybe even call in. And that all takes place on Fridays, every Friday from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern. All right? Sound good? Enjoy the podcast now. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. I do suck, people. I do suck. I was uh, kind of like a minute late there. All right, so if anyone's uh, listening, for everyone listening right now, uh, if you want to follow the Frankie D Show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. Also, Everyone, go tell your friends to uh, get the Live 365 app, put FDRS on there, and they can listen to the Frankie D Show every Friday from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern. Sound good? Cool. So let's uh, move on with the show here. Get to some songs. First up here on the Frankie D Show, we are going Aerosmith, the other side here on FDRS. All right, so this is uh, my first... My first show of 2024, right? Woo. Alrighty. So uh, I wanted to talk about the uh, shows that were going on New Year's Eve. Now, I've said before, the Dick Clark show, it's just no more now. I mean, he died years ago, but even when he was still running it, the show wasn't, wasn't good anymore. Not even because of him. It's not like, oh, he was sick, so he wasn't entertaining anymore or anything like that. It was just like, nah, you know, the singers and the entertainers they get for uh, Dick Clark's show. And I'm still going to call it Dick Clark's show because that's what literally the name of it is. It's still called Dick Clark's uh, Rockin' New Year's Eve. It's not, they didn't change it to Ryan Seacrest's New Year's Eve. But uh, to be fair, I don't know if anyone's watched it. Ryan Seacrest sucks. When he was on American Idol years ago, I mean, like, American Idol's still going, right? Which is kind of sad, because that show was, oh, my God. It was once, like, the number one rated show, and now it's just fucking terrible. But when it first started, I mean, everyone watched it years ago. Most people did. You know, when Kelly Clarkson, one that blew the show up for some seasons, people watched it. People wanted to be on it. They wanted to be rich and famous and everything. Uh, You know, Ryan Seacrest was pretty entertaining. Like, you know, he was, like, he wasn't great, but... He seems to have some sort of personality. The guy seems like a robot now. You know, you're watching this show that's supposed to keep you entertained through New Year's Eve, and then you're you're like, "This is he's terrible. Why am I watching this? Like, he's terrible. All his co-hosts on the show, like, I mean, you know, a lot of people didn't like Jenny McCarthy uh, when she was like a co-host on there. At least she was entertaining." Whether you liked her or disliked her, she was just getting, like, bombed and stuff. 
there was really nothing like terrible about her. You know, people that just didn't like her just didn't like her. But uh, you know, it, it to me, I, I mean, like at least that was some sort of entertainment value watching her be like stupid through the night. Then most years she would usually cheat on her husband. She'd usually find a random dude to kiss at midnight. I wonder if that's... I remember there was a year or two her husband was there and he kissed her at midnight. And I wonder if he was starting to get like pissed. It's like, can you stop kissing random dudes at midnight? I doubt he cared, though. But yeah, I mean, Ryan Seacrest is no good. I mean, the guy, like I said, he seems like a robot now. I, I just don't feel personality out of him whatsoever anymore. When I was younger, there were, I thought there was some silliness to him on American Idol. but And then he's got a radio show that apparently is supposed to be popular in Los Angeles. Yet from what I hear, it's like a four-hour show. And I think there's only like 45 minutes of talking. Something like that through the whole four-hour show. The rest of it's music and commercials. Like, give me a break, dude. They're paying him how much money to do that radio show to bar- to barely do talk. Like, at that point, he might as well be a voice tracker. He might voice track. I-, I don't know. But they do show him in the studios and stuff on YouTube and stuff. Like, like seriously, at that point, you might as well. Like, why are you going in to do, you know, why are they paying you that much money? One. I mean, what, just because your name's Ryan Seacrest? Most people around the country don't even know you have a radio show. When I tell people Ryan Seacrest has a radio show, they're like, he does? Most people still only know him from uh, from American Idol years ago. So, you know, again, on the radio, he, he like where you're supposed to have a personality. I mean, you know, it's an audio format. So if you don't have a personality, you really don't got much besides the music. It's not like the commercials are keeping people around. And he, he, the guy's got no personality. That's why his radio show's not bigger. But again, like they're paying him so much money just because he's famous from American Idol. I I don't get these radio companies. I think he's employed by iHeart uh, iHeart Media. So back to uh, the original uh, topic. There, he wasn't entertaining on New Year's. I didn't like any of his co-hosts or anything, and I. Did not like any of uh, any of the people that sang really, you know, did anything on his show. Was not a fan. I was flipping back and forth between um, that and the country music, the country show, the country music New Year's show, whatever. I don't even know what it was called. I think it was on CBS, and uh, I guess that was a tiny bit better and. That was like all new country singers, and I really don't like any of the very modern country singers. It, it was a little bit better. Still not good, though. You know, I was not enjoying much of that. was flipping on some sitcoms here and there. I was, I was going between all three. Guess I like to be caught up. But it's funny because Trace Atkins sang with uh, Blake Shelton. So even though they're more modern, they're not like super duper modern. Like they did start years ago, and I'm not saying like, I hate, like, I like I only like 50s or 60s country music. Like, that's definitely not true. But I don't know. It seemed like at a certain point, like 2013, 2014, somewhere in there, it just, like, went all completely pop country music. I mean, I've talked about that before. You know, they're on there. I'm like, oh, the, you know, all right, cool. 
I mean, like Shelton had a few songs I like. Trace Atkins had a few songs I liked. They did a song together I like. I'm sure they performed it that night. I actually missed that one. Uh, but it was called The Hillbilly Bone. And now I hear they're getting blasted from people, the two of them, because they did a, uh, their segment was pre-recorded. They weren't live. I mean, I guess you could look at it two ways. They could have not performed at all. You know, like, like you could look at it like, all right, you either get them live. I mean, you either get, uh, don't get them live, but you get a performance out of them or they just don't perform at all. Like they, that might've been one of their deals. It's like, yeah, we want to be home with our families at night or we have something else going on. Like whatever. So it's like, if you're watching on TV, it's like, does it really matter? And if you were there in person, then you're probably just enjoying a concert from them. Like, in fact, if they were in person, they might be happier. It wasn't on New Year's for all I know. They might've had other parties they wanted to go to on New Year's Eve. So now they got to do a concert and go to a party. I, you know, they're, you know, their own party. I don't know. In terms of me watching it on TV, I guess I didn't really care. I mean, people like to bitch about a lot of things and I, there's definitely value to being live. I, I definitely think most things are better live, especially radio, you know, turn it into a pre-recorded podcast. It's just not quite as good as when you're live. So yeah, apparently a lot of people are uh, blasting Tracy Atkins and Blake Shelton for not being live for the New Year's Eve show. Now, I do understand that, like, it is New Year's Eve, so the energy would definitely be different on New Year's Eve if you're live. But, like I said, the flip side is you just don't get a performance, and then who the fuck are you going to get? Shitty Dan and Shay? Fuck that. Uh, Let me see. I got a quick story here on it. I just want to see what some people had to say about it in the comments. If if it was, like, just, we'll just see what they say, if they were pissed at them, too, in these comments, but... Let's see, Blake Shelton has been... Oh, they're not even saying Trace Atkins. Only Blake Shelton. Let's see, Blake Shelton has been slammed over an embarrassing New Year's Eve performance after a pre-taped recording of the singer aired despite fans being promised a live concert. Ooh, they were promised one? Let's see, the 47-year-old country star was seen performing on stage with Trace Atkins, 61, during CBS's New Year Eve Live, Nashville's Big Bash. The icons took a step back in time and sang their 2011 hit Hillbilly Bone, and while it was initially advertised as a live rendition, people who tuned in were quick to point out that it had been pre-recorded. Ah, it appears as though the performance was recorded ahead of time because the country singer who was married to pop star Gwen Stefani had double booked and was singing his best hits at Oklahoma's Windstar Casino on the same night. All right, I mean, I guess if he booked something first, he shouldn't have booked a, a second gig. But again, I guess, it, you know, like I said before, you either don't get them at all for the TV viewers. Now, I guess if, you, <laughs> if you're there in person, well, see, that's not I was going to say, if you're there in person, like, I think they had different, like, I don't know, venues on that country show. So I was going to say, you're like, I guess I could understand you're watching it on TV, but they would have been watching it on, like, the TV anyway. And for the people that were there in person, they were there in person anyway. Uh, Let's see. While donning matching black button-down shirts and jeans, the country stars gave fans a blast from the past with the over-a-decade-old song. The duo also sang the hit Hell Right. Uh, Let's go down. I don't need to read all this. These are some people that tweeted. Is it called X'd now? Do people still say tweet even though it's switched to X? These are some people that X'd. How is Blake Shelton quotes live in Nashville for CBS Nashville on New Year's Eve when he's about to go on stage at Windstar World in five minutes? He must 
have one fast-ass tour bus. Spurgeon said, what the fuck is this? Thomas, Rhett, and Blake Shelton sound like absolute... That's supposed to be shit. This is an embarrassment to country music. Well, I don't doubt that. Let's see, big fan of Blake Shelton and Trace Adkins. They're duet hell right. However, is one of the dumbest songs I've ever heard. All right, so that's some tweets. I want to see some actual comments from this article. This says, you should have been with your wife. Support her in Vegas. Uh, He had a gig scheduled first. She took the Las Vegas show last minute. This person said, why would you double book yourself on New Year's Eve? Sorry about that. Took a quick pause there. Something happened to uh, the computer. Uh, Why would you double book yourself on New Year's Eve? When you should have been with your wife, bringing in New Year's Eve with her. Damn, so I did not realize. So apparently people are caught up on that a little bit. Wasn't really expecting that. Spurton said, millennials, what do you expect? This person said, after the concert at the OK Casino, Blake went home to his ranch. But where did Gwen go after Las Vegas, L.A. or Oklahoma? The answer could be very telling to the state of their relationship person said, who cares next? This person said, not one of his better songs. This person said, stop complaining. Would you rather have Rihanna, Lizzo, or someone like that? Well, that's what I was pretty much saying. I was like, well, I don't want Dan and Shay or something there. You know, if you t- you, you know, if they were there, I would take Blake Shelton and Trace Adkins uh, pre-recorded over fucking Lizzo or Rihanna live. All right. Well, it seemed like a lot of those comments where he should have been with his wife, which wasn't a Exactly expecting uh, that. That's interesting. Alrighty. I'm going to hop back to uh, some music. That's all I really got on that. I pretty much say the same thing every year about the shows. I just think they all suck. There was no Miley and Dolly Parton show this year. Apparently they were playing football instead of that. So is football, you know, I, I wonder if that had a lot of uh, precedence over other things this year. Like were people watching football instead of partying or people watching football instead of the other shows? I was sick this was the fourth year in a row I was sick for New Year's Eve. Oh, I'm getting a uh, call in right now. Let's see who we got. Hello, you're on the air with Frankie D. Hello. Hello. Hey, Frankie what? D. Uh, yeah, I can barely hear you, yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Ah, hey, Frank. What's that? Who, who am I talking with, ATM? Uh, it's it's Thurman Merman. Okay, okay. Uh, how are you doing? All right, how about you? How about I just heard you talking about country music, and uh, I know you're a big country fan, and you're saying no Dan and Shay. I kind of want to like know uh, what you you like you you say you don't like country pop, and like I mean it's pretty. It's pretty obvious for me to pick out artists like Dan and Shay in Florida Georgia and be like, okay, yeah, that's country pop. We could both agree on that. Yeah. But like, I know there's some other artists where I would consider them country pop and you wouldn't. You would just say that they're straight country. Uh, I don't know. Well, I guess country's very subgenre. There, there's a lot of singers that I like. Like, let's say Shania Twain. I'm not gonna say she's like a '50s or '60s country. But I'm also not gonna say she's like Dan Dan and Shay type country pop either. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, mean I fuck with Shania Twain. What? I fuck with Shania Twain, but yeah, no, like I mean, I would subjugate her to '90s pop country. Uh, I mean, some of her songs are definitely like more, I guess, popish than others. But then, like, 
I don't know. I mean, others I would say are, I guess, like, you know, country, country. But again, it was like an evolution of country. I wouldn't say like, of course, they don't sound like 50s, 60s, but I also wouldn't compare them to the current pop country singers. Yeah. Like who's uh, like, let's just say whose bed have your boots been under, I, I guess compared to like a fifties, sixties country music song. Sure. That would be considered pop, but compared to what we have today, that's not, you know, I, I would still say that's very country ish. I mean, like I, I think it's defined as pop country by taking elements from the pop sound at the time. Yeah. You know I mean, the overproduction and like like synthesization of like instruments and everything. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I guess everything with music has just been, like I said, subgenre. So yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not gonna say like there's there's no sort of pop element in there, but I I also don't think to an extent that was a bad thing. Now it's became a bad thing. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm just bringing this up because one time you said Zach Brown Band is not pop country, and I think that they are firmly pop country. Yeah, I mean, no. <laughs> I, I, I don't think that they're firmly pop country. I, I don't, again, like, they, they get, can, if you're comparing them to Dan and Shay, they're, they're not nearly I as pop as they're kind of peers. I think that they're peers with, like, Chicken Fried and fucking Toes. Um, I mean, Those are pop stuff. I, w- I mean, I wouldn't say they're falling pop. I, I like, what, because, uh, like, a lack of story? Because, like, in terms of, like, the instruments, I feel like it's just, like, a Zach Brown sound. It's just, like, the production value and, like, everything. Like, you could tell, like, how a studio produced and, like, the elements it's taking from other, like, modern pop music. All right, so what, like, in Chicken Fried, what, uh, pop, what, uh, pop, like, what, what, where do you see that from other pop songs? I would, uh, can you pull it up? Let's play the tapes and analyze chicken fried. All right, let's see what we got here. Uh, one segundo. Hey, Pete. Uh, All right, so they start. They start off with a regular guitar and a fiddle. Chicken fried to me. This sounds like a uh, Looney Tunes song. Nah, it's So we'll start with the first guitar. We'll start with the first guitar riff there. Uh, where do you find that in other pop songs? Uh, I mean, to me, like this sounds like I don't know, like John Mayer kind of, like Colby Calais, that kind of pop. I don't know. I just feel like it's a Zach Brown the guitar. You know, well, I'm a chicken fried. It cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. And the radio It's very processed. The vocals there and the harmony, how it's like so clear and above the mix. So how would you say, like, what would you, like, if he, if that were a country song, if it, 
Like, what would it have sounded like for it to be actual country? A little bit more raw, like little, a uh, little more lo-fi. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I see what you're saying there. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think any of the big country singers are ever gonna do that again. Yeah. I mean, like, there, like, there is an evolution. Whether you, you know, people think it's good or bad. I don't think that they're as like like modern guys who are big names. I think Zach Brown Man's more pop than Tyler Childers. I think he's more pop than uh, Zach Bryan. Um, I mean, fucking like Luke Combs is, is shit. I think he's like just like straight up kind of just like pop, shitty country pop. Morgan Wallen kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't like Morgan Wallen. What do you think of Chris? You know, Sta- what do you think of Chris Stapleton? Uh, I've never really listened to him. Curious what you'd think of him. I saw Eric Church once. I don't like him. Uh, now he, I take as pop. Fifteen down in uh, fucking Meriwether Post Pavilion. Uh, now, now, uh, now, me name dropping that Saturday Night Smoke is rubbing his hands together because that's a <laughs> music video out in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. So I'm sure he's familiar with it. Uh, there was this concert there that they played called Dear Jerry. And uh, I was in attendance there, and it was all uh, different bands doing Grateful Dead covers. So, like a lot of a lot of the bands were like fitting because it was uh, different bands on like the jam scene. You had like Rare Earth, String Cheese Incident, um, and uh, like the Disco Biscuits, Trampled by Turtles. Like, so you had that bluegrass element in there. David Grisham, uh, the Dead, like the Dead is just like a multi-genre American, all American band. Um, so like they have a lot of country influence in like their songs, like uh, working man's dead is like very much like a country album. Uh, but they had Eric church play one of the songs. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, so he did uh, one of their songs, Tennessee jet. And he did a pretty good job on that. Another surprising person who I didn't really think fit with the scene. Like, they have, like, Yorma Catone in there from Hot Tuna. Like, that fits. Um, both from San Francisco, jam band. Uh, but Peter Frampton played there. I was, like, surprised at that. Wow. Uh, the whole concert you can find online. It was pretty good. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, in terms of Eric Church, I don't, like, there's one song I can tolerate by him, but, like, pretty much all the songs I don't like. Yeah. I'm not necessarily saying it's bad because it's pop, but it's pop. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. At, like, a time, like, what do you, like, kind of like what Shania, like, I don't know, Garth Brooks, so many people called yeah. uh, pop country. And, like, compared to a lot of things these days, like, I I don't consider it super pop. Now, I think there there was a lack in, in uh, story in a way, but in a way there wasn't. Like, I don't know. I felt like his stories were actually somewhat all right, but you just knew they weren't real stories. What's your favorite country song? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I like George Strait. Um, you could, but you're asking for songs. So if I go George Strait, check yes or no is obviously a big one by him. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't be a fit a fifties or sixties one. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? Uh, I mean, like. You're saying not 50s or 60s, so like 80s. I really fuck with uh, Steve Earle. Uh, Copperhead Road is is great. Uh, really enjoyed line dancing to that. Oh, you can uh, line dance. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the only one that I know the line dance to. Um, favorite country song all time, 70s, David Allen Coe, You Never Even Call Me By My Name. Damn, he says the N-word a lot in his songs. He does. <laughs> he does. That's like one thing, like one thing I, I noticed about him. I'm like, well, damn, why does this guy say the N-word so much? I... Uh, there's, that's a, if that ain't country, he drops like the N-word in that. And that's like a regular like song that released for the radio. But he, uh, he put out like two albums in like the late 70s that, uh, that they're worth a lot of money if you could find a copy of them. But they're horrifically racist, sexist, horrible content. He like sold them in like the back of like motorcycle magazines and there weren't that many made. Um, yeah, not a great guy. But uh, you never even call me by my name. That that's probably like my top five favorite songs of all time, regardless of genre. Damn, you know, uh, uh, Steve Earle. Uh, Steve Earle was kind of considered southern rock, but yeah. Uh, but I mean, he's got like some like bluegrass songs and country. Yeah. His son Justin Towns Earle, fantastic country musician. Now, what's your thoughts? I'm gonna think you don't like him. I'm gonna think you're gonna think they're uh, he's pop. Or country pop. What's your thoughts on Alan Jackson? I mean, I don't really know much of his music outside of like Chattahoochee, to be honest. Gotcha. I like, and, uh, I like Chattahoochee. I think that's a fun song. I like Alan Jackson uh, a lot. That uh, I I would love to my bachelor party be like that music video, just fucking water skiing and jean shorts. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? I know, oh, he's got. I, I know Eric Kirk's a big fan of him. Oh, Eric Kirk, yes. Yeah. Eric Kirk, him and Alan Jackson, they go on the Chattahoochee River together. He's like, yes, sir, me and uh, Alan Jackson, uh, we're, we're like peas and carrots. Oh, Cr- Thurman, you're with Eric right now? Yes, sir. Shit. Did you know that, uh, I mean, since you only know Chattahoochee, but you just mentioned line dancing, uh, in, what was it? I think it was Good Time? In the music video, he's got, like, the world's longest line dance going. That's it. That's cool. Let me see. I think it's good time. I've been working all week, and I'm tired. I don't want to sleep. I want to have fun. It's time for a good time. Uh, let me think. Let me see. Yeah, it's good time. See the music video here. Yeah, he's got this long-ass uh, line dance in, like, the middle of a road. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, I, I like the stories in his songs. Like, he wrote a lot of his songs, and, like, one of his songs is called uh, Drive, and it's I, I like the story in it a lot. I, I like Alan Jackson a lot, George yeah, Street. I story. You never even called me by my name, but I down Alan Cowell. Like, he, like, cuts it, like, in the middle. He's like, a friend of mine named Steve Goodman wrote that song for me and said he had written the perfect country and western song. I wrote him back a letter and said... You did not write the perfect country and western song because you did not say anything at all about mama, or trains, <laughs> or trucks, or prison, or getting drunk. So Steve Goodman wrote me back another letter with the last verse of this song, and it goes like this. And he, he has all those components in there. I was drunk the day my mama got out of prison. Fucking awesome. <laughs> I haven't listened to him a long time. I, I remember there was a time I wouldn't say I got like in into him, but I went down, you know, I, I do this with a lot of singers. I went down a rabbit hole and listened yeah. to a ton of songs by him. And 
like I said, the big thing I remember is he said the N-word in a lot of his songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, take his discography by like a grain of salt. I'm not condoning uh, <laughs> his language or behavior. I'm not uh, I'm not some boy whose name rhymes with Bomehoy, you know? Yeah. Uh, Do you know, um, did you, did you ever listen to, crap, what, I crap, I can't think of his name now, I, shit, hold on, I'll get it, uh, John Michael Montgomery. Nah, uh, wait, no, he does, um, and I swear, yeah, he does, by the moon and the stars in the sky, yeah, he was the original uh, singer of that, I'll be there, he also did, uh, Life's a Dance, Life's a dance, you learn as you go. Sometimes you lead, sometimes you follow. You're not? Yeah, Frank, got another one. Damn. I, I I like the story in that one, one too. Yeah, I don't know, he's pretty good. His brother is in uh, was in uh, the duo Montgomery Gentry. Okay. And uh, now that one, that's one that I think you would think is way too pop, but I actually like Montgomery Gentry a lot. Yeah, Troy Troy Gentry. He died a few years ago. I think actually in New Jersey, he was in a helicopter crashed. Fuck man, helicopters be scary. Yeah, helicopters. I've realized have crashed like not super frequently, but like it's not uh, odd for them to crash. Apparently, uh, they're not that safe, really. Yeah, I mean, uh, you sent me. You just got this uh, the CD for Christmas, and I was just listening to them before. Uh, Jim Croce. I'm pretty sure that was a helicopter, if not a small prop plane. Let's see. Jim Croce. I need to get that CD on here. Uh, let's see what caused his death. It says in a plane crash, so I don't know if if it was a plane or if it was a helicopter. Bill Graham. Bill Graham. He died in a helicopter. So, uh, Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon's son, around that time of Troy Gentry's death, he also was in a helicopter crash, but he lived through it. But I felt like no one really talked about that, like in WWE or anything. Yeah. Like, that's pretty, that's a pretty traumatizing thing. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah, look, it, yeah, I'm just seeing plane crash. I'm not seeing helicopter. But, like, at least, like, planes, they can uh, land on the road and stuff. Like, when helicopters go down... They, I remember asking because there was a time I was thinking about being like uh, a cop and I was talking to state troopers and they had helicopters there and I was like, well, if one of these were to go down, like how they, how would I, it be like saved? And he was saying like there is like a, some sort of propeller movement, but like it's really not that great. Like it might work, but a lot of times it seems like the helicopters still go down where a plane, if the en- if the engine goes out, there's usually another engine, and if that goes out, like they could still l- glide them onto the road. Like their plane gets trashed, but they still live. Yeah. So yeah, stay away from helicopters, people. They're dangerous. Uh, I think Thurman Munson also helicopter. Damn. Let's see. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'll look up famous helicopter. Uh... <laughs> Kobe Bryant. All right, Frank. Uh, on the board, we surveyed a hundred people. Now, give us the top ten uh, celebrity deaths by helicopter. Uh, I got four or five here. Hey, Kobe Bryant. 
Vin- Survey says Kobe Bryant. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Number one answer. Vic Morrow. I don't know who that is. Me either. It says you as an actor. <laughs> uh, Davy Allison. <clears throat> He's a he was a NASCAR driver, and singer songwriter Stevie Ray Vaughan. Steamy Ray Vaughan from South Park. Oh yeah. Um. All right, Frank. Yeah. I can't really hear you, Thurman. Thurman, you there? Monster. Whoa. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at another picture on my wall. Okay. Robot. I'm looking at another picture on my wall. Okay. All right. It's, you got to guess who it is. You're looking at a picture? Yeah, 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 another picture on my wall. Like Remember a, how we played this? Yeah, of a famous person, or yes. Okay, can I can I ask questions again? Yes. All right. Is it an athlete? Yes. Is it a baseball player? No. Is it a football player? Yes. Is he on the Giants, or was he on the Giants? Is was? Yeah. Currently. No. Is it Carl Banks? No. Is it Eli Manning? No. I don't think I know anyone else from the Giants. Was Carl Banks even on the Giants? Yeah, uh, 80s Giants. I don't think I know anyone from the 80s that was on the Giants. Uh, is he white? No. Um, hmm. Yeah, I really don't think I know anyone from, from, from the 80s. Would you think I would know who they who it is? Uh, probably not. All right, so I don't really know how I could get to it then. Um, I, I by like guessing positions and and the years, maybe you could use your computer. Oh, you so you're gonna let me use my computer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you like, keep guessing. I, All right. Uh, was he a was he a quarterback? No. Was he uh, a linebacker? No. Was he offense? Yes. Um. Uh, I can bring in the computer now. No, no, you got to narrow it down more. Oh crap! You got to uh, get the position. Um. All right. Oh, is he a offensive tackle? No. Uh, is center a position? Yes, it is, but he was not. Okay, I thought, I thought we were just doing. I thought I was just doing like hockey there. Uh, okay. Uh, offensive line. No. I feel like that's all the positions I know. That's what she said. Dude, I mean, fucking Giants player who you know, same position, Tiki Barber. I know of Tiki Barber. I don't know what position he played. Uh, wait, so wait, did you just tell me his position? I didn't even hear. 
Yeah, I just said he's the same position as Tiki Barber. Oh. Uh. He won one Super Bowl in 1988. I don't think that would help me very much. I don't even know who won last year's Super Bowl. Well, the Giants won in 1988. Um, or was it 88 or was it 87? 87. Sorry. I said quarterback. Yeah. What's the guy that touches the quarterback's butt? Running back? Yeah, he's a running back. Can I use the computer yet? Sure. All right. Well, I should be able to get it now. What? I should be able to get it now. Yeah. Joe Morris. What's that? Joe Morris. Yeah, little Joe Morris. Yeah, I would not have. I'd never heard of that name in my life. I got me and Joe Green and little Joe Morris right next to each other, autographed pictures on the wall. Uh, that's that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Now, but but I know you said you had to go. Before you go, but I wanted to uh, introduce you to someone real quick. Yeah, I heard some woman in the background. It was actually uh, a robot. Okay. It was it's a gay robot actually. Oh. Yeah, you you want to uh, talk to him? Sure. Is its name Shitty Bill? Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hi. I'm a gay robot. A gay robot. People think robots can't have feelings, but I do. I'm gay. Very gay. Yeah. Are you like gay for other robots or like um? Gay for like men, like what's your type? I like both. I like cock. Robocock? Yes, very much. What about um, just like regular guy cock? Yes, that's good too. Uh, what about like Mario Lopez's cock? Yeah. What about uh, Ellen John's cock? Yeah. What about uh, Orville Peck's cock? Yeah. What about uh, George Santos's cock? Yeah. What about uh, Emilio Estevez's cock? Only in the Breakfast Club. What about um? All right, so I just said Emilio Estevez. All right, would you? So you're a gay robot, um, like gay people, they have a heightened risk for HIV, AIDS. They got to be uh, cautious about that. Um, if you were propositioned by Charlie Sheen, since you're a robot, would you be okay with having unprotected sex with him, knowing that he hadn't been taking his PrEP medication? That's not a problem for a robot. Really? Yes. Is there like a robot AIDS, though, like how they have feline AIDS? It's called a virus. Oh, okay, computer virus. So do you have like um so instead of prep or like wearing condoms, you just like take McAfee antivirus? Yes. If that doesn't work, then Norton. Okay. Cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean are you uh are you excited for June for Pride Month? Hell yeah.
what's your name, too, by the way? I can't believe we skipped that. I'm Thurman Merman. Nice to meet you. I'm R2-K2. R2-K2. Yes. Very nice. So, uh, who are your, some of your celebrity crushes? R2-D2. That's it? Yes. Okay. He does it for you? I heard Gay P on the show the other week, and he sounded attractive. Really? Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't really know what he looks like. I mean, like, I think he's, I mean, Saturday Night Smoke's twin from, like, his thumbnail. I can gather that he's a bald man with sunglasses and a beard. You just sounded very gay. Okay. And you're very gay. Oh, yeah. So, like, I know, like, uh, some people are, like, concerned with AI. Uh, do you, like, consider yourself, like, gay eye? Absolutely. And, uh, as gay, like, people think, like, AI, it'll be, like, Terminator, Skynet, will like, uh, kill all the humans. What, like, what's kind of your prerogative? I'll just be having sex with all the gay ones. What about the straight ones? The straight robots will be dealing with them. Okay. But there's more so gay ones saying, than straight ones. So you're saying robots' uh, plans of world domination is to actually just rape us all? We would like some serious relationships, but we'll see how that works out. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, like, I mean, by serious relationships, like, uh, I mean, you... You can't like really you don't you don't eat, right? Like how would we take you to fancy dinners to wine and dine you? We can eat. You just have to take the food out of our asses since we can't go to the bathroom. Okay. So do you have like a uh male G spot? It's one of the buttons on my downside. Who built you? That information cannot be told. Damn. All right. He's pretty insane, well, uh, right, Thurman? Yeah. That, that, was, uh, that was pretty cool. Right? Yeah. Gay 2D2? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he just called in or something, or he's, like, in studio with you? He's in studio with me, but I, I like your gay eye thing. I yeah. might have to get him a brother or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be uh, that'd be cool. Maybe like me and him could uh, like double date with Mr. Eisenberg. Oh yeah, no, I think that'd be uh, that'd be good. Now I I know you said you uh, had to go. Do you you got any last words for uh, Gay Two D Two? Um, I mean Gay Two D Two. Uh, it's cool that you're a proud out there robot. I don't know like how accepted that is, um, in your culture, but it's nice to see uh, a young man like yourself pushing. Uh, for awareness in the community, you know? Thank you, Thurman. You, Gary and Mr. A helped me come out. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear I have, like, an impact. I heard you guys on the show, and I was like, wow, if these guys can do it, I can do it. Hell yeah. Well, uh... We all have to do a gay date together. That, that would be awesome. Fuck yeah. All right, well, I'm going to hop down. Um, Frank, uh, you don't have Jim Croce uploaded yet? No, I tried to get him on this weekend. 
Uh, what about the CDs I gave you? I will get them on. I will get at least some of them on this weekend too. Oh, so that means some of them are already on. Uh, no, no, it means nothing has been uh, uh, uploaded in like a month or two right, now. Okay, 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 makes sense. All right, so w- which one? Because I, 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 which one or two? What do you want most this weekend? Uh, Frampton. Okay, I'll put definitely. I'll put Frampton on. Definitely put Croce on this weekend. Yeah. All right. Wait. Any uh, other song requests though? Uh, yeah, "Darling" by the Beach Boys. Let me see if I don't. I know. Uh, yeah, I do. All right, go with that one. Some Carl Wilson lead off of the album "Wild Honey." All right. Uh, would you like uh, <clears throat> uh, "Gay 2 D two to uh, uh, enjoy yeah, the song? Yeah, if you could do a talk up, I'd like to dedicate that to uh, Mr. A because he's my darling. Okay, sounds good. I will uh, do that for you then. All right. Thanks, Frank. I'll catch you later. Yep. Peace. Good. Alrighty, we are going to give Thurman Merman some seconds here to uh, get back to the show so he could hear the talk up. But that was uh, fun. Gay 2D2, I uh, appreciate you uh, coming by today. You're fine with doing a talk up for Thurman, right? Yes, absolutely, no problem. Well, thank you very much. Let's see. Let's uh, just make sure Thurman's uh, back here. We'll give it a few more seconds. Is that fine? Yes, absolutely. I'm doing this just for him, you stupid dumbass. Okay. Be nice now. Uh, all right. I think uh, I think he should be back by now. Thurman, I hope you're there because uh, Gay2D2 has a, uh, has a talk up for you trying to hold this out as much. I can't tell if he's back yet, people. All right. Let's do this, Gay2D2. Next up here on FDRS on the Frankie D Show, we've got a special song for Thurman Merman. He wants to dedicate it to his gay lover, Mr. A. So for all the gay guys and all the gay robots, and all the gay Saturday Night Smokes and gay brothers, everyone. This is Darling by the Beach Boys. Yeah! Back to the Frankie D Show, everyone. Don't know what happened. Uh, they're pressing the button to get on air and bam, not working. Sorry about that, people. Ugh. Anyway... We're back, and um, uh, Gay2D2, he he went away for a while, but he will be back. He enjoys the Frankie D show. He's listened from afar. Now I've had him on. He wanted to talk to Thurman Merman. He wanted to to be around his peers, but uh, I told him we were going to be talking about some hot chicks now, so he was like, he's just going to listen now. But uh, I look forward to having him uh, back on. Wonderful guest. It might be my favorite so far. I haven't had many guests, Tom, but I, wonderful guest. All right, so like I just said, we're going to talk about some uh, hot chicks now because, you know, I've been seeing all week stories, Snapchats. It's it's funny. Like I say, I don't use social media. The one social media I do use is Snapchat. I don't know why. I think it was just like I, when I was uh, in high school, I never wanted to make uh, an Instagram or a Twitter and everyone was using Snapchat at the time. So, I, like, I made one of those. 
And now it, it almost feels like it's popping a little bit again. I mean, definitely not like Twitter was or like Instagram is. But I, I don't know. Snapchat hired a bunch of people, a bunch of, you know, celebrities and content creators, whatever, to, like, I guess put content on there. So now there's all sorts of, you know, people that you know of putting Snapchats up, almost like, you know, it's like their uh, Instagram or something. Apparently they get paid a little bit better from that. Like, they, they have, like, ads in between, so... From what I've heard, they will put a very... They'll take a ton of Snapchats, a ton of pictures, put them on Snapchat. They'll make the very last one they put up, like, the best, so people want to look at it. However, it's the last picture that they'll get to. So they got to flip through, like, 100 pictures. And in between that, they have, like, little ads play. And every time an ad plays, they make money off that. So apparently... They have the best monetization. Now, I don't think any everyone gets that. I think they have to sign you to a deal, which is kind of stupid if that's true. I, again, I have no clue how it works. So if, if that's the case and that's kind of stupid, they should have monetization for anyone that could, could do it, you know, get enough listeners or not listeners, viewers. So uh, anyway, whether it's been Snapchat, just stories I read online, whatever, I, I've been seeing like a bunch of... Uh, you know, chicks in like bikinis lately. And I'm like, it's winter right now. Just, I don't know. You see those in the, you know, in the spring and summer a lot. But uh, lately I've uh, been seeing them right now. So one of them is Jennifer Lopez. Now I talk about her uh, relatively often. It's funny. It's it's like a, people have like a problem with her. I, guess. I don't know if it's because she's hot and people are like, and eh, like we're tired of hearing about her. Or if people just think she's overrated. But she's sexy as hell. And, you know, I, I come across this picture of her and the story of her, actually. And it says she's 54. If you're 54 and looking that good, even if you don't think the person is attractive to you, to not give her credit and be like, well, yeah, even though I don't find her attractive, she's definitely is attractive. Like, she's 54 and she's looking phenomenal. There's a story of her here. Bunch of pictures. She's in a black bikini. And, you know, it's funny because she's known for her big ass, Right. Yeah, she's in this bikini here, and she's got cleavage shown. She's got nice boobs, too. Like, it's funny. Like, like yes, her, her ass, very, uh, very, a very historic ass, right? Like, she was the first one, I feel, to really put big asses on the map. Like, you know, we heard, we've heard some songs about them. I like big butts and stuff like that. But, like, she, she was the first. Like, but I feel before her, like, it was, like, just about being, like, pretty much as skinny as you could be. Then you had her come out all curvy and stuff, and I feel like that just changed the game. But, you know, seeing her boobs here, I'm like, fuck yeah, she's got nice boobs too, and they, they don't look fake. Uh, man, so there are a bunch of pictures of her here. She's in a black bikini with some sort, I don't even, no, that's not a towel, I don't know, some sort of a thing she's wearing, and then uh, got headphones in, she's got a hat on. Yep. I don't even know what kind of that. Not a fedora, but not, I don't even know what kind of hat that would be considered. Now I scroll down a little bit here from the back. Mm. Bikini riding up her ass. I wouldn't say it's a string bikini, but you could see her. You could see her cheeks there, and she just looks so fucking phenomenal. Now I remember hearing uh, Rumor Willis in an interview years ago. That's Bruce Willis's daughter and Demi Moore's daughter. And she was upset because she was called a butterface. Now, I feel like some people could actually take that as a compliment. Like, like 
some people might be like, yeah, I know my face isn't good looking, but hey, at least I got a nice body and stuff. But uh, Rumor didn't take it that way. Hurt her feelings, I guess, when she's heard people say that. Uh, you see, that that's what we call not looking at the bright side of things. Come on. Like, take the comp and be like, hey, like, yeah, you know, I do have a nice ass. I do have nice boobs. I do have a nice stomach, whatever. But uh, she's like, no, they don't like my face. Hurts my feelings. Anyway, I remember her comparing herself to her mom there and being like, you know, it was like crazy growing up with a mom who's so beautiful. Now, Jennifer Lopez has a daughter too, right? And she has, I think, a stepdaughter, right? Like, I wonder how they feel about being around like Jennifer Lopez. wonder if they're like, how am I supposed... Well, I guess the stepdaughter wouldn't, wouldn't say that. I think the, ste- the stepdaughter is actually Jennifer Garner's uh, daughter. But we'll, we'll say her her uh, her real daughter. Like, I wonder if she's like, oh, man, how am I ever supposed to live up to that? Like, I wonder if, De- if uh, Rumor Willis thinks that. Like, because she, she was saying it's like, I, it seemed like it was hard for her to grow up being uh, Demi Moore's daughter because her mom was so good looking. And she she and I guess uh, other people do not th- did not think she was as good looking as her mom. So it made it things uh, difficult. But yeah, going through these pictures, I mean, people, j- just look up, uh, this was a Daily Mail article too, look up Jennifer Lopez, Black Bikini, Daily Mail, she'll come up, let's see, is that a, is, I don't even see Ben Affleck in any of these pictures, whatever photographer took this knew what to do, so like, do not get Affleck in these pictures, uh, let's see. I'm wondering if she's jamming out to the music here. She's got her headphones in, but she's making, like, all different faces. and stuff. It's like she's got her hands out here, like she's kind of going to hug someone, but no one's near her. She, like, dancing to the music. Man, she's got some crazy, like, smile on here. Like, ugh, like teeth are just kind of clenched. Like, you know, I don't think she's actually trying to smile. Uh, Let's see. Comments here. Are they going to trash her or are they going to be nice to her? Let's see. Imagine having that narc as a mother. Her kids. Uh, this person said 524 question mark. She looks great. I think he gave her a few more years. This person said a malignant narcissist with thunder thighs. I pity anyone around her. I mean, she's going to the beach. What's she supposed to do? Not wear a bikini? If you got it, flaunt it. Now, is thunder, is thunder Thighs supposed to be an insult? Because I feel like that's supposed to be an insult. I think her thighs look fucking great. Like, yeah, they're not spaghetti legs. I think her her thighs look freaking great, though. Uh, this person said, if you think that without, like, he, this person's replying to that person's comment. If you think that without hardly knowing her, God help anyone you do know with that name calling. Person said, she is a goddess and quite possibly a temptress. Person said, I'll say move over, Ben. This person said short legs. This person said Jennifer Lopez, 524. She's looking incredible for her. All right, so that's the second comment on the the article must have uh, stated her age is 524. Let's see, was that in the uh, headline of the article? They either edited it or it says it somewhere else in the article. That's, I, I've realized that in so many articles I read, especially these these uh, silly Daily Mail ones. 
there are so many grammar mistakes. And it doesn't even matter what you read. Read the New York Times, there's a bunch of uh, mistakes. It's like, do they not have editors? And I know these companies pay for editors. Well, I can't say about Daily Mail. I know New York Times does. Eh, at least they did at one time. Let's see. Uh, any more here? I guess not. She has a personal photographer on the payroll. Pop-Tart's mascot emerges from giant toaster. Wired headphones, question mark. You go, Grandma. I still wear wired headphones. Although I don't really wear earbuds that much. They hurt my ear. All right, so she's the first one I saw the other day. Looking fucking fantastic. You're an asshole if you think otherwise. Uh, Then I see... Oh, crap, my freaking uh, computer thing shut down there. I'm having all sorts of problems today. Uh, I should be able to bring that back up, though. Um, Then I see this other article, and this is another woman on my top. uh, I got to do the list one day. I need to make the list, but I've thought about the list before. This woman has to be another one in my top. Fuck. My mic keeps cutting out now. This is another woman in my top ten. MILFs. Possibly could very well be number one. And that would be, let's see, do I have a drum roll thing on here? I don't remember. Oh, I do. Here we go. Brooke Burke. Hey. Now, I haven't officially made the list, so I can't say that for sure. But she's definitely in like the top like three or five. And I feel like she's so underrated too. Anyone that's not uh, familiar with Brooke Burke, go look her up. She's a 52, so ridiculously sexy. Let's see, Brooke Burke reveals what she's doing in 2024 to strengthen my self-confidence as she shows off her abs in a bikini while in Malibu. So, I don't know if she's really an actress or a model. I just know she's famous, and she's great looking. I think she was in Playboy. I saw I saw an interview of her on the Howard Stern show from years ago, and it's funny because I think she had already been in Playboy by that time. Definitely known for being sexy. She definitely seems like a very normal woman. I think she has a ton, like a lot of kids. Definitely seems like normal woman, good mom. And, and it was funny because she, she does Playboy and stuff. She goes on the Howard Stern show. And you could tell, like, she was definitely ready to, like, talk about, like, sex and that crap with Howard because she knew that's what she was getting into. But you could tell, like, she didn't necessarily want to. <laughs> and they got right into that conversation. And she was like, damn, you guys work fast, don't you? But, um, now let's see some of these, uh, pictures here. Brooke Burke was seen in a colorful bikini on Monday when, in Malibu, as she talked to DailyMail.com about her fitness goals in 2024. The former Dancing with the Stars champ and co-host said she's hoping to reset her body so she has more energy. This means she'll be using uh, meditation more as part of her daily routine. Well, what does she mean by reset her body? I've never seen her look bad. I don't even know what she means by that. Oh, my God. I scroll down the picture of her here. Holy shit. You know, she needs a round of applause for this. I know you guys can't see her, but oh, my God. Tan skin beauty. Boobs looking fantastic. Don't know if hers are real or fake, but they're fantastic. Skinny body. Like, just looks so natural. Hair is not, I don't think, it's definitely not straightened or anything. She's just such a natural beauty. 
red bikini here. I don't even know this. What is on this bikini? I don't even know. Let's see. Now, the funny thing about her, uh, she's blowing bubbles in this picture in her bikini. I, uh, I have a feeling like Jennifer Lopez is there. Her reviews, which I was expecting, were mixed. You, you know, you knew you had to have some people say she was hot, but you know, I, I yeah, it's, people were calling her a narcissist and that and stuff. I have a feeling most of Brooke Burks are going to be pretty positive. Some people, I don't know. I guess the more famous you are, the more hate you just get. But, man. Let's see. Uh, I don't even, like, really care too much about this article, so I'm just going to keep looking at these pictures. I, I think you all should look her up. They're doing a side view of her here, and she looks fantastic from the side. There's really not too much more I should say. I think she's single, too. Well, I, I, th- I think we got to get her on the show and try to, uh, try to romance her a little bit and, and, see where we, and see what we can make happen. I mean, I feel like they all, at some point, all these MILFs that are uh, single at in their 50s, they, they must think sometimes about banging someone in their 20s, right? Well, I could be that guy for her. I, I could do that. She likes to keep her life quiet. Let me tell you, I won't say a word, Brooke. That's what you want. I won't say a word. We'll have an alias for you on the, on the show. Let's see, is she not single? There, oh no, she's not single. Oh, I thought she was single. Let's see, Brooke and her fiance. The hell? Well, she ain't married. Uh, her fiance Scott Rigsby. Who the hell's he? Attend Operation Smiles, eleventh annual celebrity ski and smile challenge, presented by Alpha Pals. The fuck. Yeah, she seems to be very into fitness. All right, let's see these uh, comments now. I want to see what people think about Brooke Burke. Person said, she works hard for that body. I think she deserves props for her hard work. It's funny. If that were J-Lo, they'd be like, fuck her. Stupid narcissist. She didn't even work for that body. It's all genetics. She eats McDonald's every day with Ben. Let's see. This person said, has she entered a tiptoe competition? Person said, what does she look like without all the filters and Photoshop? Okay, there were, there was one uh, negative comment. This person said, can't these women use their brains instead of endlessly dieting and wearing bikinis but offer nothing intelligent to stay? Empty vessels make most noise. <coughs> wow, that was uh, mean. She seems like a very nice person. Have you ever had a conversation with her? How do you know she has nothing intelligent to say? Someone uh, commented on that comment. I want to see what they say. How is your own career going? Are you a brain surgeon, astrophysicist, lawyer, doctor, dot, dot, dot? Or just here commenting on other people's lives that have nothing to do with you? Uh, Oh, man, this person said average. Okay, you know what? These are not as positive as I thought they'd be. I thought people were really, you know, I thought she she was just going to get a bunch of compliments here. Oh, man. This person said, geez, vain, conceited, self-centered narcissist. 
Brooke talking about her favorite subject, dot, 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 Brooke Burke. It's her only topic of conversation. She is so shallow apart. From that, she is nowhere near as attractive as she thinks she is. What? What an asshole. But we're giving them what they want. We're reading their comments, right? This person said she looks snouty and piggy to me. Not facially attractive. I think she is facially beautiful. Wow, I am shocked with the hate she's getting on here. I guess the internet is just full of trash. I thought she'd be one that, you know, everyone's just got to say, wow, a 52, she looks great, and stuff like that. I don't know. I guess when you really do have a genuinely, like, sexy woman that's looking that great in a bikini, that you're just going to get a bunch of jealous people. I mean, people commenting on her intelligence, I don't, like, what's so unintelligent about her? We don't know her. Eh. They can go fuck themselves. You're great looking, Brooke. <laughs> Same with uh, J-Lo. Alrighty. Well, that's all about uh, that. That's all it for uh, those hot chicks. <laughs> when going through Snapchat, I've also seen... Um, there was a girl... I, I didn't even know she was from New Jersey. She's... Uh, Goes to LSU. Her name's Olivia Dunn. Livy Dunn. And it's it sounds like she uh, became famous because she became, I think, the second most paid college athlete. I guess they're paying college athletes now. She became the second most paid college athlete. I think the first was a dude. I don't remember what sport. She's a gymnast. Then I guess when that happened, she kind of blew up on TikTok. I can't say that is for sure anything I just said there. I think that's it. I, I never really looked into her. But she keeps showing up on my Snapchat. And she's hot too. And then when I found out she was a senior in college, I was like, oh. Well, I mean, at least she's legal. I'm a little young there. But, uh, but uh, well, So I guess she's got to be 22, right? 21, 22. I mean, hey, that that's not just legal. She could drink, but... Uh, it does feel weird when you think of, when you see a chick that's hot and then you're like, oh shit, she's still in college. Like fuck, I've been out of there a few years now. <coughs> but uh, yeah, if anyone wants to check her out, I'm curious what her popularity will be. Olivia Dunn when uh, she graduates college, if that's what actually got her like popular, like that and being on TikTok and stuff. I wonder if the TikTok views will uh, like kind of go down once she graduates college, unless. I don't know if you'd say reinvent herself or if she makes it to the Olympic. Like, something has to happen. I feel like if she just goes to living a normal life and living off TikTok money, some of that prestige, fame, whatever is going to, like, just wear off. Got to evolve uh, somehow. I know I've talked about that uh, this before, but what is going on with TikTok? You know, during the pandemic, it was huge, and I'm sure, I'm sure it's still huge. I'm sure people are still using it a bunch a day. But I feel like... You know, for, there was a while there, you were hearing about new TikTok stars. And what, the TikTok, TikTok's not making any stars anymore? That's like, that. that's over now? I mean, even the stars it made, they all had to move on to whether it was podcasts, I think some of them tried movies, this and that, YouTube. Because I, I don't think TikTok pays that well. I mean, a lot of them are a bunch of untalented idiots, honestly, so... I don't know. 
But it's like what if they're getting all these hundreds of millions of views or whatever, and they're, it, TikTok's not making stars anymore. I don't know. I always saw for that many views. The a lot of those people would seem way more famous. It seems like they didn't actually get that famous until they started going on TV shows and being guests on people's podcasts. But I don't know. It's like I feel I never really actually hear about. TikTok anymore. But I don't know. I feel like there was like viral TikToks going on every week for a while. We hear and oh Addison Ray's a big celebrity now from TikTok. The D'Amelio sisters, big celebrities from TikTok. You know all this. The only one now it's like this this Livy Dunn chick. Besides her, I haven't heard of anyone like new from TikTok. I don't know. No clue what's going on with that, but I don't use it, so Maybe if you're on the app, it still seems uh, super popping. I have no clue. Anyway, hot chick conversation's over now. We're gonna, I'm gonna get back to some music. Since I was, oh wait, I'm getting a call in. I will not get back to music. Hello, you're on the air with Frankie D. Hey, Frankie D, how are you doing? What's going on, Saturday Night Smoke? Oh, I don't know. I have a bad connection. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. All right. Well, um, man, you, you were, uh, nailing the, uh, the 50 year old MILF there. That's, uh, Brooke Burke. I mean, that's, uh, she's fantastic. Oh, she's, I, 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 I was shocked hearing the hate she was getting in those comments. Yeah. It's just people who are just crazy. Yeah. That's all I can think. And like, I, like I, I knew there had to be a couple of those, but like, you usually see some of these people that are lesser known. I feel, but they're still celebrities. And when they hit a certain age, like everyone's just like, "Wow, at that age, they're looking great." But she was getting like none of those. No, no, she's uh, her J Lo. It's kind of funny because they're all about the same age as I am. Like, yeah, between like fifty and fifty three. Yeah. And and I look at the uh, the my friends that I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. There's there's one person, like guy or girl, who looks even close to like what they look like. It's, uh, people just have good genes. Those those, uh, those people somehow. Yeah, good genes and a lot of money. Yeah, I mean they can definitely pay to take care of themselves. That's true. I mean, there there was an episode of uh, South Park with uh, it had to do with Magic Johnson uh, having AIDS, and they go through his uh, house and they're trying to figure out like how he got AIDS, and they're like, "No, I don't think it." Like they're going like they look through the rooms like I don't think it'd be in there. That's just my super expensive gym with all like this nice gym equipment. So it's like they're trying to say, "Oh, he he can has the money to stay healthy." And then, uh, and that's my like room with like all this healthy food. Then they get to this last room and there's just a bunch of money in it and they put it in a blender and he dr- drinks it and they're like, holy shit, money cures AIDS. Cause they thought he, because <laughs> like, I guess, you know, they thought he was going to be dead along. Cause when he got AIDS, it was not common to live that long and he's still living now. So they're just like, shit, money cures AIDS. Oh, uh, that's that's good. I've never uh, I've never seen that one. Yeah. So like I, you know, I'm not like you know J Lo. I mean, whether she, I don't know how much surgery she's gotten, but definitely has the money to get 
probably the nicest of makeup and nicest of haircut, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, and they, you know, they have the time to work out. Oh, yeah. Their job. Yeah. Yeah, no. But they definitely do uh, have good genes, too. I feel like a lot of Latinas have good genes. Well, I'm Latino. I missed out on them, apparently. I feel feel the females get it more than the men. Yeah, no, that's... Like Salma Hayek, another mega MILF. Like, she looks fantastic also. Another, yeah, Sophia, Sophia Vergara. Yep, she looks great. I mean, I don't think Brooke Burke's a MILF, but she just looks fucking great. Yeah, no, I, uh, I looked her up for... It was funny, because uh, she has she spelled her name with an E at the end of, of it. Because yeah. there's some other... Uh, I don't know if it was Brooke Burke. There's some other girl with a very similar name around the same time. They They often got confused. No, I'm not sure. And they, and, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I did. Uh, I did put out a tweet for you. I, oh. I had to call in for uh, five o'clock to make sure you check out the tr- tweet. Let me see. I did forget this week. Let's see who we got signing in. Did you like? Uh, did you like Gay Two D Two? Yes, I thought Gay uh, Gay Two D Two was great. I thought uh, Thurman did a great job of uh, rolling with that. That was uh, fantastic. Look forward to hearing more of uh, Gay Two in the future. Hell yeah! Uh, let's see. I, you know, I was thinking, how can I embrace AI a, a little bit? So I got a a gay robot on. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's thinking outside the box. I the one I put today the picture is pretty easy. I would think uh, I would think you would get it. Yes, this one's very easy and not a hot chick. No, not a hot chick. Not a hot chick. This one does this not one get wins. a repost. Yeah, I gave you a hard no, well, still, though. It doesn't get a repost. That. Oh man. Well, it's not a hot chick. Let's see. Uh, well, it's part of the whole bit. The whole idea is to get people to listen to your show. So you know. True, true. I maybe it'll get a repost. Let's see. Uh, so you said it's Friday afternoon. So you know what that means. That's right. The Frankie D show is on right now. Click the link to listen. Blah blah. blah. Okay. Let's see. And let's see if Frankie D can figure out who is standing next to Babchick. I bet he can. This would be the big show. The big show. That is correct. And do, do, you, do you know his uh, real name? Paul something or other. Paul White. Paul White. Paul White. That's right. He's uh, he's my age, too. He's the same age as uh, Sofia Vergara. I didn't, I didn't know that. I mean, she looks, like, phenomenal for her age. Like, yeah, I, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's 51. I would not expect I mean, her to be fit. Like, I, I see her in her 40s, but, like, 41 to 45 at most. Yeah. I would so, say he, uh, so, I would say he looks 51. Yeah, I mean he he looks, you know, he, he could pass for, you know, in his 40s. But uh it's not surprising to hear that he's in his early 50s. Babchick looks very young in this picture. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know what he looks. You know, I haven't seen him recently, but I feel like he kind of always looks, uh, looks the same to me. <laughs> he always looks the same. Okay, all right, fair enough. 
Fair enough. But I haven't seen him that many times. You've seen him uh, significantly more than me. I have. I saw him just the other day uh, at the cigar lounge, and uh, uh, he's he's showing his age. Showing his age. Well, he's uh, he's been in the stressful game of broadcasting for a while now, so. He is. And speaking of uh, stressful broadcasting, what do you think of the uh, Odyssey filing for bankruptcy? I didn't see that, but uh, I can't say I'm surprised. No, no, I don't think it's a surprise. They, they, uh, they've been having some problems paying their bills, but they own you know tons of radio stations. Well, you know, it's funny, and I, I doubt this will happen, but I hope it, it does happen. Uh, I've been saying for a long time that I think one of them, one of the big ones, Cumulus, Odyssey, they're they're going to go at it. Like, there's no way they can afford all these stations. They're going to file for bankruptcy, and then they're going to try selling a bunch of stations off individually. And, it, it, you know, I think that's the best thing that could happen to terrestrial radio, personally. Yeah, go back to kind of how it used to be. Yeah. Have you, local stations, yeah. locally owned. Because from my understanding, I heard uh, Scott Shannon. You know who he is? Yeah. Yeah, I know of him. Yeah, radio host, uh, you know, very, very popular uh, for a while. He he created Z100 in New York City and then did the Scott and Todd show and stuff. Anyway, uh, I heard him explain it one day, and he said there were two things that, that really uh, ruined FM radio. Like, one, a lot of people know of it's when, uh, like, the, uh, the Bush administration kind of cracked down on the FCC because of the Janet Jackson thing. That happened in the Super Bowl. Right, right. That was uh, a big one. But he said before that, it was uh, Clinton because I guess before that, I didn't even know this, you could only, I think, own like one to three stations or something like that. And then I guess he made it possible to where you were allowed to then own pretty much, as I guess, as many stations as you want. So he said it be, that's when it became a bunch of stations, just bought out other stations, and then it became like five big companies owning all these stations. He said none of them could really afford that. So then they start jacking up the commercials to make up the money that they couldn't uh, make. And I'm like, you know, so then that's when everyone started to dip on radio and go to either satellite or because people got tired of the commercials. But uh, I think if you could go back to... Mom and pop stations owning one to three stations. That's the best thing that could happen to FM radio, really. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I think um, it'll be interesting because they own um, one of those Philly stations, the sports station, WIP, like the big uh, sports station. And um, there's a guy who who, uh, was on the afternoon show. It's a very popular show. He, he, uh, He just left like a month ago and uh you know he gave the whole you know i just want to spend more time with my family thing yeah but as soon as, as soon as they announced the uh the filing for bankruptcy yesterday he he was like talking about how yeah no he knew this was coming because when he went to renegotiate they basically told him they weren't giving out big money anymore and you know he was uh that's where steve trevelis like, works right uh yeah steve trevelis works there uh, WIP, yeah, but I mean, they WIP is huge. They they had a, this guy, uh, Angelo Capaldi. He was the morning host, and he was, you know, super popular. He's probably making you know three to five million dollars. 
which is huge for a local guy. So, um, but yeah, they told him basically, uh, cause he went in there, you know, he had, you know, he has the most popular afternoon sports radio show. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, went in there expecting to, to finally, you know, get a good raise or whatever. And they told him, no, those days are gone. So he said, all right, I'll just leave. So that's what he did. So now, uh, he said he knew it was coming. That's crazy. I am curious. And now I'm curious what other, like, I would hope if they sell them off, they don't sell it to like freaking Cumulus and iHeart and stuff. And I, 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 you know, I don't even think iHeart and them could actually afford to do that, to buy them. You know, I do hope if that, if they end up selling them, that's what they do. Or, you know, I wonder if they're just going to try to get out, get get out of the bankruptcy. Like I'm, I'm, you know, to her trying to make better radio. It's, I doubt that's what they're going to do, but. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be better radio, but I, I mean, I think, so basically, I guess like the banks own them now because they, they owe all this money to banks and the banks are going to be the ones who run, run the business. They, they have to keep, you know, keep things pretty much the same. Otherwise the business isn't worth anything. So hopefully they sell them to, uh, they'll sell the, the good ones. They can find buyers for them. For them. From my understanding, there was uh, three st- stations in Jersey that were owned by Cumulus, and they sold them. Uh, one of them's an AM station. One became a classic rock station, and that's an FM. And another FM became a country station. They're two of the best stations, and like, not, like not for my opinion, like ratings wise, Nielsen ratings. They're two of the best stations right. in. New Jersey now, and it's funny because you know they're mom and pop stations. Yeah, no, that's uh, who knows that maybe that's the way that it uh, it goes. Well, I mean, if they do that and they put some sort of an emphasis on the internet, you know, getting YouTube and content out there and getting podcast content out there, I don't, you know, I think it could, I'd still be possible to do well on radio. It's like the local audience is kind of your base and then you kind of work on from there. Yeah. No, I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, I mean, advertising is going to be local, I think. Yeah, I I definitely agree. That's where you're going to get your biggest bang for your buck. So for sure. Who knows? Yeah. But I, uh, I didn't know if you had seen that site. No, I'm definitely going to read into it now. That actually, I if I would have known prior, that definitely probably could have been a, a topic I would have talked about today. You know, I talk about those ty- types of topics on here, but now we talked about it. Yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, you and, Fra- you and uh, Thurman talk about uh, favorite um, country stars, and you and I talk about the radio station. So that's right. We, 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 we have, have our very- little niche. We have our little niche. That's right. We have a very diverse show here. I talk about hot chicks. I talk about uh, country music, rock music, radio. We, we're all over the place here, but I, I think it comes out to something good. Yeah. No, I, I like it. <laughs> as, soon as, uh, as soon as Thurman said his favorite uh, artist from, what, the 70s was David Allen Coe, I started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprising, Thurman. Not surprising. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, did, wait, he said 70? I think David Allen Coe predates the 70s, right? Maybe, yeah, maybe it was the 60s. 
Um, I don't know. I, I, I remember I had a tape of his like when I was in uh, college, which was night in the nineties. But I, I, it was obviously a, like a greatest hits or something like that. Yeah, I haven't listened to him in a, in a long time. I go down rabbit holes when I find a new singer just to learn about him, and then I haven't listened to him in a long time. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I was, uh, let's see, I, my headphones are acting kind of weird. I, I mentioned the other day that uh, I think you should do a, a show where you where you play nothing but uh, vinyl. So I, I've got a song queued up on my uh, record player. I don't know. If, I'm going to turn it on, see if you guys can hear it, and see if you can uh, tell me which song it is or who it's by. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not the best. Uh, yeah, I can barely hear it. Sounds a little country. Almost sounds like Coal Miner's daughter. Oh, I know this song. Yeah, of course you do. Oh, fuck. I can't think of the name. Yeah. They... Who's it by? I'm, ch- I'm thinking. Oh, fuck. Hold on. Let it play. Oh, sure. Until it gives you the title. Come on. Come on. Give me the art. I, I, I almost want to say Eagles. The Eagles? Oh, my God. I, I know. I, I know. I can't, I can't think. I know that song very well, too. It I is. Teach, teach your children well. Or teach your children, I guess. That's the name of the, uh, the, name of the song. Oh, duh. That's uh, one of uh, Thurman's favorite bands, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash. Yes, I was playing that for uh, Thurman there. That, that I think Neil Young was it. That was Neil Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young at that time, right? At that time, yes. It says uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. The Dallas Taylor and Greg Reeves, even Deja Vu, is the uh, name of this album. I don't know when it came out. Let me see. Does it have the date year it came out? Maybe I can't read it. But yes, it's uh, Teach Your Children by uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. I'm not sure. So I'll, I'll, I might I'll give be, it to you. I might be able to... Uh, I'm not sure. I need to look at the uh, chords for my uh, record player. I might be able to plug my record player into my mixer. Oh, really? I, I might. I'm not positive. Actually, never yeah, mind. No, there, there's no... Uh, never mind. There's no USB. Pour it on on the record player. It does have different wires, but uh, where you could plug it into different things, but not uh, I de- yeah, I don't. It doesn't have a USB. My my uh, record player actually has um, uh, does it have a headphone jack? It has a headphone jack. You might be able to well, find the cable. Yeah, it's true. I might be able to. I need to look because I my headphone jack right now is plugged into the iPad where I get the calls from. But uh, yeah, I might be able to. It won't sound quite as nice as the, uh, what's it called, though. But it should still sound fine as the USB. But my, my record player does have uh, speakers right built into it. Oh, okay. 
So I can plug it into big uh, speak, like a, an actual big set of speakers, or I usually I just play it right through the speakers that are built right into it. That that uh, record player I got, I got it from a pawn shop. I got it for ten bucks. That when I looked up how much it was worth, like new, it was like sixty five dollars or something like that, and I got it for ten bucks. All it was missing was a needle. Well, yeah, well, that's kind of like the most important thing. Yeah, but so they're, they're cheap. But. Yeah, they're super cheap to buy, though. Oh, now I don't know. Can you find them? I re- I probably got, I think I got it from Amazon. I let me see. Yeah, I guess you can probably you can find anything on Amazon. I remember. Uh, well, yeah, no, I think this one it's a four pack for eight dollars and seventy nine cents. <laughs> it almost costs as much as the uh, record player. Yeah, that's pretty good. But I, I don't. I've never uh, replaced the needle. Like once I put the new needle on, it's just been fine. Yeah, yeah. You should replace it. See if it sounds uh, better. Yeah, maybe. I mean, came without the one. Put that one on, and never sounded like a bad. I, I need to get. I want to get like a. Uh, I don't know some sort of dresser or something, I don't know, to keep it on because I don't use my record player as much as I'd like to because I have to set it up every time I use it. I want, like, just a dresser where I could keep it set up on. Yeah, yeah. I um, I keep mine in my base. It's not even a – it's the record player, but it's it's like a cheap one. It's, um, it's got, like, a CD player and stuff in it, too. Uh, so. Mine doesn't it's have It's not it. like a – it's not like a uh, one. It's not like one of the old timey ones that has a bunch of plugs and stuff. But um, but yeah, no. So I thought I'd play that for you. Good job, you you got it. I, I was playing that for Thurman because I I do know Thurman's uh, one of his favorite bands is Crosby, Stills and Nash. I'm not uh, sure if he did this on accident or not. We could try calling him back. He tried calling. Let's. Uh... Oh, he did. Oh wait, he's trying to. Wait, am I calling him now? Or is he calling me? I don't even know how this is working. Because he tried calling on uh, on FaceTime. We'll just call him regular phone. See what he wanted. He probably wanted to say thank you. Uh, smoke. Yo, you tried calling? Yeah, dude. I was fucking... Ah, uh, you couldn't get that song? Sorry. <laughs> he was... I was doing the same thing when he was trying to get like Joe Moore. daughter. <laughs> <laughs> that was when uh, he, uh, Smoke said that he, That's what he uh, was doing When I couldn't get the uh, football player I was way I couldn't There was no way I could get the football player That song I, I could get I, I, Thurman you'd be surprised How many Zeppelin or Van Halen songs If you played them right in front of me I'd be like Oh fuck I know the band <laughs> Wait, uh, So Smoke knew Joe Morris right away Smoke you knew Joe Morris right away I said it's either Dave Meggett or uh, Joe Morris. Dave who? Dave Meggett. He said it was either Dave, Dave Meggett or uh, Joe Morris. Okay. Yeah, no, I, there was no way I, I could get that one at all. That one I was just, pff, not a chance. Sooner or later, I could have gotten the Crosby, Stills, and Nash one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I played the name of the, uh, the nah, song. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, no. 
I need to find a way where I need to find a way where I could get uh, more than one caller on here at a time. Yeah, because I can't hear him at all. Yeah, I know. I'm just ta- I'm just telling you what he says. Yeah. Because I have headphones on. I do hear him though. Damn. Well, yeah, I have the phone up to the microphone. Smell. He said he could hear you. Now you can hear me. Yeah, I, I have the phone on speaker to the microphone, so the audience can hear you. Okay. Yeah. Hello, audience. Damn, Hello, audience. I, I, I don't even know if I have uh, FaceTime set up. When it, Was I calling you back on FaceTime? I don't even... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You called me back on FaceTime audio. Oh, it was FaceTime audio? I don't have video set up? Nah. I didn't <laughs> even know that. <laughs> so, it, it sounds like you're farting right now. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not farting. Uh, I'm just sitting down. Nice. Hey, Mike Babchuk just uh, liked the uh, Frankie D tweet. So. Smoke just said Mike, got that? Mike Babchuk just liked the uh, Frankie D tweet. Now uh, now you're, you're going to be happy for the rest of the weekend because Babchuk gave you attention? No, I'm not yeah. Smoke. <laughs> oh, man. All right, it's 5 o'clock. You got to go. That's true. We walked on sunshine. What's that, Thurman? He validated you, so you'll be walking on sunshine. That's right. Tell, tell him yeah. Smoke wanted me to tell you yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Thurman, I loved having you on twice now today, but I better get to getting. It's uh, 5.05, but uh, next week we'll come. And then you'll be calling back in, and I look forward to it. Hell yeah. All right. Catch you later. All right, peace. All right, Smoke. It's just me and you now. All right, man. Hey, have a good weekend. (laughs) I'm glad to to hear the update um, you started off the show with. So uh, we'll be sending you uh, good vibes this weekend and uh, next week. And I'm sure everything's going to work out. Thank you very much, Smoke. I appreciate it. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. All right, peace. Awesome. All right. Well, I guess I'm going to uh, be ending the show here then. I know, I know. Sorry for all the mic cuts today. Like my, <laughs> I guess I need to get a new wire. Hopefully, I, I, I hope I don't got to get a new mic because this mic is not cheap. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, you know. There were a ton of times I was trying to say stuff to Smoke when he was on there, and my mic kept cutting out. But, uh, again, sorry about that. So, I'm going to be uh, dipping out of here then. Went a little over time, but that's okay. I, I, I think we had a fun show today. Talked about uh, New Year's. Got to talk with Thurman for a bit. Got to talk with uh, uh, Gay2D2. Got to talk about some hot milfs. Talked with Smoke. Had Thurman back. It was a pretty uh, fun show today. I enjoyed it. Got my mind off of things. I am going to go now. I will uh, leave us off with a song, though. Since I was just talking about uh, a bunch of girls, hot milfs, J-Lo with the big ass. I'm going to play Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. But, again, before I uh, close the show out here, though, If anyone wants to follow the show on social media, 
It's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. If you or not if you should tell any everyone you know, brothers, sisters, friends, everyone, to get the Live Three Six Five app, get FDRS on there, and listen to uh, the Frankie D Show live every Friday from three to five p.m. Eastern. All right, sound good? Cool. All right, I will be back next Friday, three p.m. Eastern. All right, I'm going to uh, play Fat Bottom Girls now, and I will catch you all next week. All righty. Have a great week, everyone. Peace.